What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Playmakers Corner Podcast. I'm your host for today, Simon Villanos, and we got more requests. This is request part 11, I believe, and, you know, all of these players are players that uh, our guy, Mason Austin, have done scouting reports for so shout out to mason we're hoping to actually get him on to a podcast here pretty soon here he'll probably do some request episodes with either cody or myself but you know uh, because it is mason that did these requests this is an all offensive and d lineman episode so we got the big boys in the house that uh, y'all have requested and we'll be doing breakdowns of and so we will be breaking down john wagner the lineman from evergreen high school evan walls from prospect uh, Ridge Academy, Jeremiah or JJ Armstrong from uh, Green Mountain High School, and then Blake, I want to say Wayher from Cherokee Trail High School. So once again, our guy, Mason Austin, he does the lineman film, film or he breaks down and does scouting reports on a lot of the offensive and defensive lineman requests that we get. Uh, in addition, he does a little bit of tight ends and linebackers and a little bit of running backs. And so, you know, if you have any requ- requests, you know, feel free to shoot him a message. And obviously, you could always DM us and we'll add you to the list and get to you as soon as possible. And remember, get that name, give us that name, position, what school they're from or where they're from. So that we can make sure we get the right person. So yeah. But coming up next, we have John Wagner. Alright, so let's go ahead and talk about John Wagner, the 6'4", 210-pound defensive end from Evergreen High School. Uh, he did play a little bit of offensive line as well, but I'm going to mostly talk about his defensive line film here because I think that's where the most potential is. But let's go ahead and hop into the positives, the strengths, the things that we really liked about John Wagner. So first things first, he has pretty fast feet and a good first step. You know, he is a little bit lighter at 6'4", 210, and in my opinion, he definitely uses that to his advantage. Um, he moves pretty well laterally. And he has solid speed, and so I feel like you really can't teach speed like that. And at the D-line spot, you know, he really brings that speed. And um, that's something that a lot of college coaches and just football coaches in general are always looking for because, you know, at defensive line or just if you're a defensive player in general, you know, you want to be able to keep up with some of those faster offenses, high-powered offenses. And so, you know, the fast is always a good thing. So there you go. In addition, he's a pretty good tackler. Uh, he's a great and solid tackler, if I'm being honest. And he has great fundamentals. And, you know, it's rare that he'll just have bad tackling form or he'll get shoelace tackles. You know, he's a very, very consistent there and fundamentally sound. I would also say, you know, he does have some good fundamentals as a pass rusher. You know, we saw a handful of finesse moves and, you know, he is 6'4", so he was able to use that size and length and really get that separation and prevent offensive linemen from getting their hands on him. And in my opinion, you know, he really used that well. You kind of, sometimes you do see taller players, I guess, just struggle with getting that separation and whatnot but with john wagner that is not a problem at all he does a good job fending off uh, some of those blockers at least in pass rush adding on to his strengths and all that i would also say that he has a pretty solid frame at 64210 i mean 
it's not the best, but it's something that you see a lot of players grow into. You know, there are definitely a handful of defensive linemen and I guess outside linebackers who started a little bit lankier as a senior in high school. But, you know, once they hit a college program, they bulked up. And so you like to see that frame. In my opinion, he has a D1 height at 6'4". So that's definitely a good thing. So let's go ahead and talk about, I guess, some concerns airs of improvement some things that we'd like to see him work on so uh, let's go ahead and talk about his size i know i just mentioned his frame as kind of a plus but to be honest it's more of the potential that that frame holds you know he is only 64210 i think he was also listed at 63190 so he may even be a little bit shorter and don't get me wrong the height's great you know you you love to see that the height's great but he's gonna need to fill out just a little bit more here i think really going to a juco or somewhere where he could really you know sit for a little bit and build that muscle pack on that muscle could definitely benefit him because i also think that strength is definitely his biggest concern as well along with that weight you know you really you really didn't get to see him get uh double teamed and you know i would also say there are concerns about how he could hold up on the interior of that defensive line like i said he played defensive end so a lot of the time he was working outside but you know you want your defensive lineman to be well-rounded and sometimes you want to do stunts and if he can't hold up well on the inside and be able to you know help collapse that pocket then that's a little bit of a liability and so i would definitely like to see him put on a little bit more strength and so with that being said i think there are two different places uh, or two different routes that he could take here. So either he could switch to linebacker and, you know, to be honest with his speed and his size and all that great stuff, I think he'd be a perfect inside or outside linebacker. You just have to coach him up. But if he does do that, he should work on his footwork and continue to get faster and more agile. Um, I think that would help him out a lot if he was to do that. And I think he could be, definitely be a weapon and definitely be someone with a lot of potential at linebacker at that height uh, and weight as of right now. The other thing he could do, he could stick to defensive end. I think 220 pounds is a solid playing weight. Uh, obviously, he'd have to get stronger. And so I think that 220 pounds would go a long way to making him stronger. That's about... I, I don't actually know if he's 210, but that's at least 10 pounds, maybe even 15 pounds that he could put on. And I could feel, I guess, better about throwing him out there and, and uh, having him play against some of the big dogs, not only at tackle, but at guard as well and in that interior. And so I really just want to see him put on muscle and get stronger. I think he can only benefit from that because, in my opinion, he has a lot of the finesse. He has a lot of speed. He's athletic. But you got to add a little bit more power there or a bit more power there for him to really be a threat on that college level, I would say. Um, and then while talking about strength and whatnot, I do think he could probably use a couple more power moves when attacking the offensive line, whether it's pass rushing or block shedding. He, there are times he just kind of shies away from some of those power moves and he'll use his finesse and speed, which works, you know, obviously uh, go with your strengths. But I think... If he was to become a little bit more multidimensional with that improved strength and power and include some power moves uh, in his block shedding and pass rushing, it can make him even more dangerous. And so I think strength, I think I made it pretty obvious here, but strength, power, all that stuff putting on weight is probably the, the best thing he could do to help himself out right now going forward onto that next level. Now, speaking on that next level, 
I do not actually know if he just committed or if he has committed somewhere. I tried looking up his social medias on Twitter and Instagram, but there are a lot of John Wagners, so <laughs> it was a little hard to look for him. So, John, if you're listening to this, we'd love to have you onto the show first off. But, you know, um, well, where are you going? You know, but anyways, just to talk on John Wagner and I guess his outlook moving forward, I do think a Juco would probably be the best thing for him. Um, and this is why I think he's talented and there's definitely some talent there, but I think putting on that weight is going to help him out a lot and could probably parlay into some better offers. Potentially, he could potentially be a D1 guy, either a defensive end or outside linebacker, but the weight has to go up. He has to get a little bit heavier. I think he could probably get away with linebacker right now, to be honest, but you know, there isn't a lot of linebacker film and you do kind of hope that he could cover as well. And so he'd have to be worked on. So I would definitely think that going to a Juco, figuring out what position you want to play, whether it's linebacker or defensive end, and then improving what I just said. So if you do linebacker, make sure you improve your footwork, speed, all that stuff. And then if you do defensive end, make sure you get bigger, stronger, more powerful and explosive. I think doing that and then having some successful years at a Juco could potentially land him a spot at a D1 or even a D2, honestly. I think just right now with where he's at, um, I just height and weight-wise, I have a hard time seeing any D1s or even really D2s offering him at defensive end. And, you know, I want to see him succeed. I want him to do his best somewhere and, you know, be able to go somewhere that could help him realize his potential and then live out his potential at that. And so I think Juco having those two years um, to really just improve and get much better as time goes on would really help him out with that. If John, if you're listening to this, make sure you watch Last Chance U. There are plenty of good Jucos. I think especially in that second independent season, there's this kid named Chance who kind of had a pretty similar frame to you, except a little bit shorter. But, you know, he was uh, just lighter and whatnot. And then he put on a bunch of weight and he got some looks. And so I would really look to that uh, for inspiration, I would say. But either way, John Wagner, wish you the best of luck moving forward. And yeah, coming up next, we have Evan Walls. All right, so Evan Walls, the guard center tackle from Prospect Ridge Academy. He is 6'1", 290 pounds. So Evan Walls is a monster. And, you know, he's definitely one of the strongest dudes that we've done a breakdown on. And, you know, he's pretty fun to watch at times. So let's go ahead and jump into some of these positives here. First things first, I think he's just a mauler. You know, he's someone who's just strong. He'll overpower a lot of people. And it's really rare that you'll see anybody, you know, match his strength and whatnot. And he's extremely solid in the trenches as a blocker. You know, he's somebody that you would love to have on your offensive line as a run blocker because he's just a very downhill blocker. And, you know, he'll he'll make it happen. You know, he's very powerful and he has some powerful hands. And, you know, even in pass block as well, it's apparent that his hands are pretty uh, strong and he does some good impact blocking there as well. 
Altogether, I would say that Evan Walls is a run block first kind of offensive lineman. I would say that's definitely his strength. And it shows because, you know, he uses his strength and technique as a run blocker. And, you know, that combination is lethal when it comes to the run game. And I would say that he definitely could contribute to a lot of run games at a lot of different programs around the country. You know, so there you go. But let's go ahead and talk about some areas of improvement here. So, or slash, I guess, areas of concern. So I'm going to start with the concern. So this is something that he really can't control. But he did play 1A football. So I am a little bit concerned about how his strength and other things will hold up to the next level. Considering, you know, the level of competition. I don't exactly think of a bunch of monsters. At least, you know, lineman monsters on that 1A side of things. And so, I do wonder how much of that strength is for real. And how much of that is uh, maybe just the competition. But, you know, there's enough there for me as a coach. And as a scout for me to be intrigued. And so, just throwing that out there. You know, I wanted to make sure I, I was accurate with that. Also, he doesn't have a lot of film either. Like, I believe he has his junior and senior film, but there's just not a lot there. You know, I I would like to see some longer films. And, I mean, I could look at some of his games, but those are just a little bit harder to come by and whatnot. But it, it does hurt him just a little bit there. But I think the biggest thing that I know that he could improve, and it's kind of an area of concern is that he's just a little bit too slow laterally and i would say maybe even top speed wise as well and that's a problem and trust me you know for offensive linemen you don't exactly think oh they got to be speed demons or stuff like that uh, well first off they don't they don't have to be speed demons but they do have to be fast enough to hold up against you know defensive linemen and linebackers and you know he could probably do a little bit of a better job becoming more explosive being able to move laterally much quicker and being able to get to those blocks a little bit faster and because of this you know lack of speed both laterally uh, agility and top end speed wise i do think he doesn't have enough speed to play offensive tackle which you know as you know we talked about this on the o-line episode versatility is everything for o-linemen especially on the next level if you can only play interior that really limits uh you know what you could do and what you could contribute to the team and so i think him getting faster uh both especially agility wise i think if he was to work on this he would definitely have to work on just being more explosive uh at the gun and being more agile and being able to move laterally a little bit better just because that's uh the most practical i would say for offensive linemen to be if they were to get faster or fast in any area it would be laterally and agility wise so i would really like for him to work on that because i do think there are times where he doesn't get to that second level fast enough where he doesn't lead block fast enough and that kind of causes some plays to get caught up in the backfield from time to time and so i would really like him to be a little bit faster or a lot faster if possible but you know day by day work on that agility get quicker get get faster there because i think that's the thing uh in my opinion that's holding him back from being a d1 or even a d2 lineman at this point so boom there you go and the last but not least um our boy mason wrote this but you know engaging his hips allows him to be an even more explosive blocker 
I'm assuming he could probably do that a little bit more because he kind of just uses his raw strength and, you know, his powerful hands, which is good because he wins leverage consistently. But he could be a little bit more better. We could even see a little bit more pancakes, if I'm being honest. So there you go. But let's go ahead and talk about the outlook for Evan Walls here. So, you know, the size at 6'1", 290, that's definitely a prototypical, you know, D1 size for an offensive lineman. But in general, on that next level, you definitely see wants like that at O-line at a lot of different colleges, whether it's D1, D2, or D3. And so I would say as of right now, all things considered, Evan Walls is most likely a D3, NAIA, maybe even a D2 kind of player. And it's because of the speed and agility, you know. He's a big dude. He's strong. That's great. I know that, you know. I know that he's a great run blocker and he's pretty decent as a pass blocker as well. But, you know, speed is everything on that next level. You got to have speed to be able to match up with those defensive players because on that next level, on the college level, the game's just faster. It doesn't matter, you know, what level of football you play. It's just faster. And so... The fact that Evan Walls played 1A football and then is going to have to obviously move up and play some sort of college ball, that could be quite a bit of a jump. And so I'd really like for Evan to either go to a Juco, you know, work on that speed, agility, lateral quickness, whatever. And I think he could succeed doing that or take whatever D2 or D3 offer he gets because, you know, some guys are just capped at the speed they have. And sometimes really you just can't teach speed. You know, so either way, best of luck to Evan Walls. I had a lot of fun watching his film. You know, I love watching power linemen, and I really do think he could potentially be a college type of player or a college offensive lineman and succeed on that next level. So all the best to him. Up next, though, we're going to talk about J.J. Armstrong from Green Mountain High School. All right, what's good, y'all? Welcome back. So we're going to talk about J.J. Armstrong, the offensive tackle and defensive tackle from Green Mountain High School. In my honest opinion, I think J.J. Jeremiah Armstrong could probably succeed more at offensive tackle than defensive tackle. And here's why. You know, at 6'3", 250, or 63260. I saw both of those, but we'll just assume he's 63250. I think he is very solid as a pull, like a run blocker. And he showed time and time again that he could hold up pretty well as a pass blocker. There are times he definitely battled with some of those edge rushers, and he did a pretty solid job and kept up with them. And, you know, there are some faster pass rushers in the state of Colorado, and so that's what you like to see. I would also say he has pretty great vision. Uh, when blocking, his head's always on a swivel. He's always looking to block the next guy. And, you know, that happens a lot because, honestly, there are a lot of times where he just hits his guy and blocks him and then goes on and gets the next guy. He makes a lot of second-level blocks, and he shows that he has some pretty solid speed and agility as an offensive lineman. For someone at 250 pounds, uh, 6'3", 250, he moves pretty smoothly. And, you know, that's really what you like to see um that's never a bad thing honestly so 
there you go. You know, one-on-one, you barely see him either get blown off the ball or, you know, out finessed. And, you know, he just he just holds up so well. And there's just a lot of potential there. He has some pretty solid feet there as well. I feel like I need to throw that out there. So altogether, with a pretty solid frame at 6'3", 250, you know, good speed, agility. He's great one-on-one, whether it's pass blocking, run blocking, whatever. And he always gets to that next level. There's definitely a lot of potential there at old line. But, you know, let me go ahead and talk about some errors of improvement slash some concerns that might hold him back a little bit here. So, I would say that he needs to gain more leverage while blocking. In my opinion, he just doesn't get low enough while blocking. Um, and he gets, I wouldn't say he gets stood up, but he stands up just a little bit higher than I'd like. And so getting lower, always getting that leverage or consistently getting that leverage would probably make me feel a little bit better. That's pretty, that's not the hardest fix in the world. That's a pretty easy fix if I'm being completely honest. Also, there are some ball steps off the ball, you know, his footwork, I mean, it's fine-ish, I guess, but it could definitely be improved. And so some of those false steps could definitely be improved and taken out altogether so that he's just a smoother blocker. And so that's something I'd like to see. In addition, while I guess speaking on his footwork, just in general and pass pro, it could definitely use some work. You didn't see him do... I guess the most pass blocking there was some good pass blocking film on there for sure but you know I'd really like to see him work on his drop and whatnot and really get consistent and comfortable with his drop because we really didn't see that a lot you know he kind of just hit whoever's in front of him almost kind of like he's run blocking at times and so you know that footwork and just all that stuff could definitely be improved on so that his technique is improved and so that he could be a much better pass blocker because like i always say on the next level there's a lot of passing. There's probably more passing in college ball than there is in high school. And so he needs to become proficient at that, at just being a smooth pass blocker and being able to move his feet, set the edge, do all of that great stuff. Honestly, the potential is there. Like I said, it's rare that he was beaten in 101, at least in the film that I saw. And he looked pretty solid, but that could definitely be refined. And as offensive linemen, you know, <laughs> on the high school level there's always a lot of refinement uh to be done you know and he has that frame so you know i don't doubt that he can do it and then our boy mason he made this note here which is pretty interesting to me but you know he does have a great football iq he says which is shown but it could use a little bit more when blocking and so you know maybe for jj offensive lineman really wasn't what he was focusing on or maybe wasn't his biggest priority because maybe he's more of a defensive guy but it would probably help him out to do a little bit more film work and uh be in the film room and look at a lot of offensive line film and look how he could become a better blocker both in pass pro and as a run blocker but i think specifically as a pass pro, uh, protector that could definitely help him a lot just to see some of the different defenses and you know stunts and whatnot that some dcs might run on that next level so there you go but oh my bad and last thing here he could probably put on a little bit more weight. He is 6'3", 250. I, that's not... The weight isn't a D1 weight, if I'm being completely honest. The frame isn't bad. I mean, I've seen shorter. I've seen bigger. Whatever. But I think the weight, he could definitely put on a little bit more. And, 
And so I think if he gains some weight, right, and he cleans up a lot of those footwork concerns and I guess does a little bit more work in the film room, he could potentially be an FCS type of guy. But if I'm being completely truly honest here i think he's more like a d2 or a d3 type of player here probably d2 um i just think he has a bit of weight to put on you know footwork wise it could get better i, I haven't looked up whether he's committed anywhere but i think a d2 is just about where he's at which is not bad you could still get some good scholarships some good playing opportunities and competition and you know obviously there's always a path to the nfl there but i think as an offensive lineman, D2, maybe a high-end FCS D1 is the best that he could do. So, we'll see. But best of luck to Jeremiah Armstrong, JJ. I know I've been going in between those names, but, I mean, that's what I saw. So, there you go. Coming up next, we're going to talk about our last player on this request episode, and that is Blake Wayher, I want to say, or Wyher. Coming up next. Alright, welcome back. So, Blake Weher, the defensive and defensive tackle from Cherokee Trail High School. He is 6'4", 245 pounds. First off, I'm pretty sure I'm saying your last name wrong. So, Blake, if you're listening to this, I'm just going to refer to you as Blake. So, let's go ahead and jump into it. So, he is a defensive lineman. I think that's his best path uh, moving forward and going into that next level. I would say that he has some pretty good hands, and um, he's a pretty solid pass rusher. Off the edge, he show, he's shown time and time again that he can be pretty dangerous, and he could be a weapon if coming off that edge. In addition, you know, he does a pretty solid job at breaking double teams. You know, he's shown time and time again that he'll fight through double teams and try to make the play or even affect the play. And, you know, that's what you like to see. He's someone that could hold up relatively well on the next level. Um, our guy Mason wrote down here, he's pretty good out of the three or four point stance. So you like to see that. He does show some pretty good speed for his size, which, by the way, in my opinion, is a D1 level of size, at least for a defensive end or linebacker at 6'4", 245. And so he shows that he could get after it, and he could potentially shut down some of those uh, longer plays and whatnot with his speed, which is always a good thing. He has solid footwork. He gets himself in some pretty great positions off of reactions you know he just reacts well and he has a good feel for the game i would say you know he just flows to the ball and that's what you like to see some guys aren't as natural at that but blake seems to be a natural at just you know kind of just squirming out of tough situations and flowing to to the ball and shutting down running lanes and you know um big play opportunities lastly he does have a pretty good amount of pass rush moves he's shown that you know, he, he has an arsenal back there, and he, he uses them pretty consistently. There's a good variety there, and that's never a bad thing. To be honest, that's actually one of the biggest weaknesses we had or we have on a lot of defensive linemen that we do breakdowns on. They just don't have that variety or don't have some good pass rushing moves. But for Blake, that is not a problem at all. But let's kind of talk about some areas of improvement here slash concerns. So... Honestly, we'd like to see him get more explosive, 
faster, more agile. His first step is a little slow. Mason actually made a comment here saying that bettering that first step will excel him or help him uh, into becoming more dominant, you know, being a little bit more dangerous off the edge. And so that's kind of where that speed and agility comes in slash, I guess, explosiveness as well. Uh, while we're talking about his speed and agility and all of that stuff, you know, he did also note here that he does get close to making some big time plays, but he always seems to miss it by a step or two. And so that's kind of where that speed and agility comes in. And in my opinion, he really didn't have a lot of production as a two year starter. And that might have been it. You know, his speed and agility just I don't know. It, it, it could be improved on, you know, it's not bad at all. It's just there's it's just at the point where he's there to make a lot of plays or in the position to make some plays, but he just barely misses out. You know, he just barely misses out. And so that agility and explosiveness especially is something that we'd like to see him work on. And so there are plenty of ways to work on that. That's not the worst, I guess, weakness or area of concern to have. But some other things that we kind of nitpicked here, uh, just being honest, you know, his technique when making open tackles, it, it could be in, improved. You know, it's not it's not always the best. You know, his his tackling technique is not always the best. So just having that consistency, being disciplined, that could go a really long way for him just because on the next level, there are shiftier players. So you just got to be more disciplined. So that's something we like to see. Uh, in addition, you know, he does not read the play as well as he could. To be honest, a lot of the time it kind of just seems like he's reacting to the play, which is not bad because it does show that he has some good reaction times, uh, good natural instincts and whatnot. But, you know, some work in the film room could definitely help him out a lot and help him read some plays and predict where some plays are going so that, you know, he could make up for, I guess, the lack of speed or the lack of agility or explosiveness by you know, flowing to that area and shutting that down quicker than, than he could right now. So that's definitely something he could work on. And then he does, and this kind of happened a lot, but he does get stood up kind of a bit even though he readjusts and make plays and you know he still squirms and makes it happen you know but he just needs to get more stronger and become a more explosive hitter i think strength could definitely be improved on and uh he could become a little bit more of a of a weapon if that is improved on if i'm being completely honest that or he needs to work on you know just consistently getting leverage right if you're not stronger than another player Getting leverage can mean everything, even if you're not stronger than them. You know, getting that leverage can mean a lot and can mean the difference between a sack or an incomplete pass. So, there you go. But just to review one more time, we love to see him get more agile, more explosive, specifically. Um, he could probably do some good in the film room, just looking at defense and film specifically and or I guess offensive film and just figuring out those patterns and stuff so that he could read those situations a little bit better. And then if he could get stronger and more explosive, that'd be great. Just so that, you know, he doesn't get stood up as much and he could continue to make plays on that next level. All of that being said, strengths, weaknesses, positives, negatives, he is definitely a player that could play at that next level. At that size, I find it really hard to believe that you know, he, he can't succeed on that next level. I think there's a spot for him somewhere. 
Now, there is kind of a bit to work on because as of now, he's just kind of a bigger body with some, you know, good attributes to him and whatnot. Every now and then, he's not completely raw, but he's still raw enough where I'd kind of like for him to potentially go to a Juco. As of now, he has not committed as of today, February 4th. And so I think a Juco could do him a lot of good just so he could get faster find that playing weight and whatnot, continue to gain strength and continue to refine his craft and excel. And I think if he does those things, which honestly aren't super far off, like it's not the hardest thing to do, then, you know, he could potentially ball out on that Juco level. And then I would even say maybe even garner a D1 offer. I think he could probably go D2 or 3 right now. You know, I think there's a lot of spots that would love to take him and then potentially, you know, redshirt him and then develop him for a year or two. And then he ends up becoming a two year starter. But to be honest, I think he's somebody that could potentially be a D1 guy. There is some things to work on here, obviously, but there are some tools that he already has that has contributed to his success on the high school level. And so I just want to see a little bit more refinement skill wise get his athleticism in check you know so get stronger more explosive all of that stuff and then i really do think he could be a d1 guy maybe even an fbs guy with all of that potential he could probably benefit more from having a little bit more extra time honestly just to you know figure out where his prime playing weight is and you know really just refine his craft that's really all i could say here so best of luck to blake you know, I think he's a heck of a talent. He's someone with a ton of potential, possibly the most potential on this request episode. So I really do wish him the best of luck and to all of our players here. So that'll wrap up this request episode. I believe this is request episode 11. Make sure to follow us on all social media. That is TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at The Playmakers Corner. And then remember, if you want to request a player, just make sure to leave their name, what position they play, and what school slash where they're from. And moving forward here, we're hoping to do a lot of you out-of-staters who have requested us. I believe we're going to actually do a whole episode on y'all and then try to keep that consistent here uh, between doing some out-of-state players and in-state players as well. But as of right now, we are prioritizing Colorado seniors, so class of 2021. But Thank you for rocking with us and, you know, we'll see you later.